do. Cheerful cousins sit around and discuss the age-old art of storytelling. And at the end, we're going to come up with something of our own. Spoiler alert. It's a family-friendly for you and the little kiddos this week. But I'm your host, Zach, a.k.a. Z-Town TV. That's my co-host, Devin, slash cousin, slash divocity, slash Sith Lord? Devin, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. How are you? I'm okay, folks. Just to give you a little heads up on what I'm seeing, because we're not in the video pod portion of our uh, journey yet. Devin has a red robe or hood just hood oh, i don't you mean know my cloak. It's, it's oh sorry let me take the hood off here it's a no, cloak he, he it is a cloak yeah he's like wearing Assassin's a bill's, Creed bill's flat brim hat cloak oh, kind of looks like look palpatine though and also that meme of kermit like evil kermit when i turned to the i side. love the meme of evil kermit do it <laughs> little assassin's creed perhaps i don't know I uh I found it on Amazon. I asked my friend, "Do you think this would look good?" He said, "No." So I bought it just to see. Of if, course, obviously. Yeah. Um, prove him wrong. So let me just paint you a picture, folks. Well, it is. It's like a, it's stretchy material. It, it's, it's bright red. Thin, it's a thin, bright red cloak that Devin has on over a Beast of the East Bills Mafia T-shirt. While he is wearing a Bill's flat brim hat. The Bills are back! To top it all off, the mustache is still alive and well, folks. Well, what am I going to get rid of the mustache? It's still <laughs> I November. just thought your beard would have grown in by now. I think I, this is pretty good for a week and a half. I told you at the wedding I, that it does not grow fast. There you have it, folks. Um, little lesson. If you want to get Devin to do something, tell him he shouldn't, and he'll do it. Spite stash, spite cloak. I got to admit, it's not bad. It's a look. It's not bad. I look. thought it was gonna it's be like, look. like more of like a fleece, and mm-hmm. or um, what do they make cloaks out of? Like in middle, like felt, I guess, type of thing. I have no idea. This is like a stretchy material. It's almost like a. I don't remember like fit. they're supposed to be like they're like heavy cloaks because you wear them over all your stuff like in the rain or the I snow guess this is a springtime cloak. It's a spring cloak. It's fair. Probably more for a costume. It's got a couple pockets, but they sit real far back on the seams, so uh-huh. not much you could put in there. But ask, I think it would look good real... for a, like a cosplay if I did like an assassin or something. Would you ever wear that out of your house? Oh, I plan on it to wear. Well, it's the it's the birthday of the friend who said it was a bad idea. Gotcha. So, it might, so they're all gathering. Today's that birthday. Yeah, they're all gathering at Champs later, so it might show up. Happy birthday, cloak. said friend, one of Devin's many friends in L.A. Happy birthday, as of you this know, recording. Yeah. It's also T. Eve. Like I told you, folks, Devin, huge T. Eve guy. Huge T. Eve guy. Big That's, T. Eve. We're recording a little early. And I have Just to because say, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. I didn't want to record tomorrow. You're going to be too full and all that turkey. You're going to be nice and sleepy. You wouldn't even be, you won't even be awake by seven tomorrow. I'd pop a Celsius. I'd be ready to go. You know me. I'm built for radio, daily shows. That's what I do. I never run out of material and my voice never hurts. That's just who I am. Now let's get down to brass tacks. 
We got a viewer email, folks. Yeah, someone finally emailed architectsoflore at gmail.com, and they spelled architects right, so we got this email. And it wasn't just a marketing ploy for us to go on there. Who's from our listener, William? Thank you very much, William, for the feedback. Shout out, William. So here's his insight on Mexican Friendsgiving. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Yeah, give a little paraphrase. But consider one of the nine people traveling to TJ's and on mission to bring together a family split between Mexico and Southern California at the Thanksgiving table. Mm-hmm. Maybe a secret significant other has not been introduced to the group due to immigration reasons. Now that this friend is in Mexico, they're going to try and meet the other secret significant other's family. So we're talking about a long distance online relationship. Get permission to ask for permission from the the said secret lover. It was bringing the cultures together, having uh, the Mexican part and having Mm -hmm. the Southern California and then and the family embraces in person and they're overjoyed because they uh, bring it in more hallmarky. Yeah, that seems like a separate idea because it doesn't go with all of our hijinks and whatnot, but it's not a bad idea. William, no, thank you for No, not a bad idea. The, it does uh, make sense. A Thanksgiving where your family is separated by the border, it's got to make, you know, it's got to happen to thousands of people, you think. I'm sure it does. And I do like the sentiment that he brings up in that and text messages to us. We should be focusing more on Hallmark movies and selling out immediately. That's where the money is, folks. Not this artistic crap vision. It is what can I do to make people feel things and buy greeting cards. That's Architects of Lore's motto. We appreciate your feedback. Please keep that feedback coming. That's architectsoflore at gmail.com. That was our Mexican Friendsgiving Mm -hmm. this week. It's still Thanksgiving. We're going to do a family friendly. So... Get ready for that. But not about but, Thanksgiving. It's just a regular family friendly. No, it's about, it's about, it's about Thanksgiving. We already discussed it's going to be that already weird, that weird week after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is tomorrow and you need to show a little We're Thanksgiving. We're in show spirit. business now. We're you in the future. You are in show business We're at all. In the future. You are in your bedroom. It's bedroom show business, baby. Oh man, I got a little heated, and that also does bring me to a new segment called "Apologizing to the Audience." Something Z Town TV has never done before. I never so, will. You got me real heated last week, and I I threw out some things that maybe oh, yeah. I was smarter than some other people, including our viewers. And I just want to apologize for that and just declare I got waitlisted to Geneseo. So there you go. Sorry to those viewers. My apologies. There you go. Not everybody's perfect, folks. Really, I'll have to take a little bit of the blame. To be clear, I'm not apologizing, but I'll take a little bit of the blame. I was say, because would I you like to apologize to the audience for anything you've no. said disparagingly against them? Absolutely not. But I did rile Devin up, and to be fair to me, I thought Devin would just come back at me, and that is not true. It's like a shotgun, and he, like all of the pellets missed me and hit people next to me, <laughs> is what happened. You really avoided that one somehow. I got into every school I've got to, so fairness, I didn't really do much with it. So there we are, folks. Yeah, what are you doing with that history, major buddy? 
Really just repeating the mistakes of the past. So, uh, Devin, let's get into golf talk with Architects of Lore. Neither of us played golf. That's the end of golf talk. Well, with Architects I of also Lore. turned down going to the range twice. Let's not forget about that. I was going to forget about that because now you're actively making me angry because I got a I lot. I work to do. I got a lot of money on 2024 Pompeii member guest. I did record the pod today. I didn't have time to go to the driving. You didn't tell me. I would have recorded the pod on my own. I would have simulated yeah. you. I can do your voice. I can do a fake voice. You can't voice do my voice. You. And please do not try an impression <laughs> because that will just piss me off. Because <laughs> everyone just goes, <laughs> that is not my voice. <laughs> that is not my voice. That's better. That's, That's pretty better. similar. That's pretty That's similar. Better. <laughs> my. So that's golf talk with architects. Lord, don't worry, folks. I've been on the periphery of some simulators here in Syracuse, so we'll get there. And Devin is going to pick it up. He's starting to watch some YouTube videos from Alex Elliott. He's getting nope. some tips. His heavy Didn't hands coming down. Devin is going to get better, folks. He has promised me he will be below a 20 handicap by the time of 2024. Pop it, guess. I think I already am. No, you're not. <laughs> this mustache gives me some confidence that I don't deserve and <laughs> i think i'm like a 14 handicap right now you understand that i'm a 10 yep that makes sense you, those numbers make sense you're four strokes worse than me over 18 yeah the last time we played nine strokes. holes i beat you by 20 strokes i've gotten significantly better okay All i've right. learned how to keep my hands down from my With boy heavy, justin heavy hands yeah. And now, unstoppable. I, I don't want know. You I haven't to played go since back then. to that course, find Justin, and tell him about Architects and Larks. I want him to know how much of a staple he is on this show now. That I think he feels it in his heart. Advice. You should. Yeah. We appreciate it here. I appreciated all of the tips, and it was just one tip, but yeah, it helped a lot. But, but you did better. Sometimes yeah. just things click. You know, heavy hands for you. You know, weight shift for me. Something different for somebody else. Making sure you're looking in front of the ball so you can press your irons. Who knows? You know, making sure you drop your shoulder. All right. So like we didn't shoulder. play golf. And I'm not like, I don't know why you're doing this golf talk. Like you're better I than I tried a to get out of it. I tried to get out of it. And you had to tell yeah, me that you. you're giving tips about dropping a shoulder. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. This guy. This guy. If you ever beat me in a round of golf, I'll give you $500. You better start saving because it's going to happen next year. All right, let's go. 2024, if you beat me in a round of golf, I will give you $500. That's a fucking bet. But that's it, folks, for Golf Talk with Architects of Lore. Thank you for joining us. uh, Now it's in the movie reviews. No, it isn't. Yeah, I saw a movie. I saw a new movie. Now the strike's over. We can talk about movies. I saw the Marvels. It was fun. It was light. It didn't. If we're doing movie reviews. You got to put the Architects of Lore movie reviews. You got to get the segment. Oh, okay. Architects of Lore movie reviews. <laughs> the Architects of Lore movie reviews. I watched the Marvels. I liked it. It was funny. People don't know what they're talking about. Okay. I have not seen it. It didn't change the world, which is like, thank goodness this isn't a world ending. I mean, the, 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 it could have been. It could have been bad. But, like, you didn't have to watch the 32 other movies to see, understand this one. Did you have to watch Miss... Well, it was Miss Marvel, right? Miss Marvel, the television show, to understand this one? Good show, by the way. Good show. A little show. bit. 
Probably. But she was the best. Aman, she was the best. She killed it. She was very good Miss Marvel. Very charismatic. Good actress. Got a bright future. I sound like an old-timey producer right now. Good actress. Got good head on our shoulders. I don't know what you sound like an old man regardless. Oh, I am. I am pretty old. So old. So are you excited for that's movie reviews with architects and lore. So are you excited for Thanksgiving tomorrow? Absolutely. I spent what are you doing? Too, too much money at the store and I'm only on appetizers. I got a fruit plate thing. I got some dip, cream cheese dip for my niece and nephew because they love that shit and they probably won't eat it. But I've been told one time that they liked it. So I'll always buy it. Whatever. Uh, I got. Three different types of meats for cutting. I got four different types of cheeses. I got two different types of crackers that we're bringing. I got a lot. I got some hop water for going? myself. I'm going out um, to our number one architect's house, Lauren, and Marley. Are, are you really? Yeah. Did you not know that? No. Yeah, you did. I swear to God, I didn't. I swear to God, you knew that. I had no idea who's going. Kevin's looking at me like he's like, I know I'm in on the joke, but I'm saying that I don't I'm know. Really that. Not, I really not. Well, first of all, I wasn't invited, so you live on the West Coast, and you were just still, here. I heard there's going to be people there at eight. eight. I heard it's going to be a banger. How many people are going to be there? Like twenty five, I think. 20, what? It's all of my family. Obviously, Adam and Amanda and the kids as well. All of Lauren and Morley, your parents, and then a couple of Laura, Paul. And Nancy and your grandmother. Nancy and then some of Sue. I'm oh, sorry, Sue not Nancy, that. Sue. And then some of Lauren's friends that you know from up there. Yeah, it's gonna be a yeah, lot of people. A banger without me. Yep. Wow. I didn't know. I thought you were There is actually good. it is a hard and fast rule tomorrow of no FaceTiming Devin. Um That's rude. So. <laughs> super rude. It's wow. Trying I'm to isolate kidding. your that, family on Thanksgiving. That Make one's you feel made real up. lonely. No, it's what, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? You're the one who chose to go to the West Coast. Do not even try that. My family was supposed to come out here, but uh, I guess they didn't. Okay. New Mexico, at least, but the difference. They are supposed to come out here last year. That didn't happen either. <laughs> I'm going to Lowry's. I don't know what that is. Is that a bar? No, it's a fancy steakhouse. Who are you going there with? Don't worry about it. I got people. <laughs> no, I'm going with uh, my Aunt Paula and Steve. I honestly didn't know you all were going. making this real awkward. You didn't know. Yeah, I know. And I know you hate awkward stuff. So <laughs> That's why I know you're leaning into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You really didn't know we were going there? No, I had no idea. Yeah, it's been the plan for like a couple of weeks now. I thought it was just like. I think I my... talked about it in front of you at the wedding. Too Lord. If it's not about me, I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Alright, <laughs> All right, folks. That, so that, was, was, that was movie them. reviews slash awkwardness with Architects of Lore. And now it's time for everybody's favorite segment, the movie movie game. The movie movie game. Yeah. We got a lot of our audience participation last week for this one, which leads me to believe that most of you listen, and when you don't know, you don't guess, because everyone guessed and got it right this week. But that question again was, three covert angel agents 
from a sexy spy agency use their elite skills and feminine wiles to convince a heavenly spirit to help a struggling baseball team win the pennant. And that was, of course, Devin. Charlie's Angels in the outfield. That is correct. Congratulations to everybody who got that right. You get one point in the Lorcatech ranking. When you get to 100 <laughs> points, Devin will Let send you know. something special in a care package. Let us know. We need every answer written down. Just a text is fine. But Devin, why don't you go ahead and start with me? Because I need a little redemption from last week. Will you be there when the child frees an enslaved orca from inside a confectionery manufacturing plant where multiple children mysteriously disappear? Second one's the, what's his name? Not Gene Hackman, Gene Wilder one, right? Not the Johnny Depp one, because the Johnny Depp one's a different well, name. Well, if you know the first one, I you know the say. second one. Free Willy and the uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, free will. Now we owe Michael Jackson a billion dollars. <laughs> well, his estate, but not him in particular. Okay. Okay. Hit me. All right. Hit me. This. 50s Rogers and Hammerstein musical set in World War II Polynesia features a nurse who falls in love with a French expatriate that co-pilots a giant Jaeger robot to fight off attacking kaijus. South Pacific Rim. That is correct. Boom. Fun fact, everybody. South Pacific was made 60 years before Devin was born. Yeah, and Pacific Rim is a movie. <laughs> Which one would you say is better, Devin? Uh, Pacific Rim. <laughs> Jeff Spicoli, stoner, surfer, an encyclopedia of musical knowledge work at a local record store while falling at love. Failing at love. Jeff Spicoli, stoner, yep. surfer, an encyclopedia of musical knowledge, working at a local record store while failing at love. So the first part of that is just Jeff Spitoni or whatever the fuck his name, stoner. Jeff Spicoli, stoner, surfer. Sweet. So either you know who that person is or you don't. You don't so know who Jeff Spicoli is, the let character? Me try, let me try to work on the second one. Spicoli! Thank you. That's really helpful. Works at a record store while failing at love. High fidelity. Okay. All right. Stoner surfer. All right. High fidelity. All right. I'm just going to throw this out. I don't know the guy's name. I don't All know right. who this is. Fast times at Ridgemont. High fidelity. Yeah, you didn't hear me say, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. That's not that movie. Well, who cares? Same time period. (laughs) Yeah, that's the same time period, but that's not that movie. What's that movie? Uh, The one with Matthew McConaughey. It's, um, fuck, what is that movie? Fast Times at Ridgemont High. It's not Fast Times at Ridgemont High. It's, um, 
That sounds it. One with Ben Affleck in it, who's a senior. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey is working for the city. Yep. Dazed and confused at Richmond. Dazed and confused. That's what it is. (laughs) Dazed and confused at Richmond. So which one is the Jeff's whatever his name is? Spicoli. I've never seen the movie. Sean, it's uh the pen. What is the guy? The pen guy. Sean Penn. Is that him? There is Jeff Sean Penn, Penn right? is a person, so yes, maybe. Yeah, but there's two Penn actors, right? They're brothers. Wasn't one in Rush Hour? Yes. Yeah. All right, Devin, here we go. I will tell you this right now. The second part of this question, it's a very underrated movie that I think is very funny and probably has not aged well because I haven't seen it in about 15 years. Chris Penn. All right, ready? Yeah. The death. Of a Welch, wealthy patriarch plunges his backstabbing next of kin into a dangerous game of whodunit at a snowy ski resort frequented by a snowboarding Galifianakis. Uh. Is it Knives yeah. Out? That's that one. Okay. At a snowy ski resort yeah, frequented by a snowboarding Galifianakis. Ow. Hmm. Knives out and about? Nope. Out on the town? Nope. Out on the slope? Give me a hint. If you get knocked out, you're out out cold. There you go. Put it together. Knives out cold. There he is. He got it, folks. Third try. Got there in the end. All right, Devin, what accent you want me to do for this one? Um, Probably Reggae? Latin. Got it. I don't know Latin. Canadian. All right. Okay, Canadian. Here we go. Hockey, 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 hockey. Oot to boot. Oot to boot. Thank you very much. Ooh. A country singer discovers... Nope, it went immediately into Australian again. I swear to you, it's the only one I know. All right, hold on. I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. I think you're Justin Bieber right now. What is that, what is that song he does? Something about sorry? Right? It's about sorry, right? Okay. Sorry. Sorry. A country singer discovers and falls for a talented waitress but drowns in the shallows of his addiction. Emerging... I just don't know what accent I'm doing. Emerging with amnesia and a plethora of deadly skills, perfected, perfectly suited for an assassin. I'm going to read that one again. Yeah, right? that was a struggle. That. that was bad. All right. <clears throat> a country singer discovers and falls for a talented waitress, but drowns in the shallows of his addiction. Emerging with amnesia and a plethora of deadly skills, perfectly suited for an assassin. You know the answer to that question, please text us or email us at architectlordgmail.com. Yeah, don't tell people to text us. They, you know, not they all the have listeners our have number. our numbers. Gonna, all of them have our I think every single person who listens to this has our number. Every one of the hundreds of people who have our number because I gave it out on the podcast like three weeks ago. What? All right, I folks, did. that is the movie movie game. You know the answer, email us to architectalore at gmail.com. Now it's time to get into this week's study in studying the blueprint. Wow, you really did it to me this time, didn't you? You hit me with a surprise musical? Jeez. So we did a nightmare before Christmas. Wait, do you not like musicals? 
No, I'm not a big fan of musicals. When did no. that happen? Um, probably Aren't watching the sound of music too many times. No, I was never in a musical. <laughs> Could never stand it. I had to go watch my sister's musicals, and they were a musical. So that's where your hatred of musicals stems from. No, I just never liked musicals. I don't get the storytelling style of a musical. Cause like they sing and I don't want to hear people sing. Why don't you go ahead like, and tell the people what the movie's about? So a nightmare before Christmas, um, is about Jack Skellington, who is the king of the pumpkins. Okay, um, okay. Taking over Christmas and has people kidnap Santa Claus so that he can be Santa Claus and it doesn't go well and it, uh, it fails, but Santa saves the day in the end and is directed by Henry Selleck. This is the worst description of Nightmare Before Christmas I've Give ever it to me that. What happened? First of all, what the happened? movie is about the hole in Jack's soul because he hasn't felt like himself in years because he does the same thing over and over and over again. He just wants to experience something new. He wants okay. newness, inspiration. So when he goes to Christmas Town, he falls through a tea, tree with a Christmas tree on it. He is inspired again. Okay, he found something Uh new and he wants to experience. He wants to understand it. So he does the scientific method on all these things, ornaments, stuffed animals, you know, Christmas trees to try to understand it. And then he says, I don't need to understand it. I just need to believe it. And so he believes it and he wants to give a great Christmas to everybody. Now, is Jack narcissistic? hundred percent because he believes that he can do it. Doesn't leave it to the professionals. He says, you take, yeah, you can do it better you take than the, Santa. You take the night off, Santa. I got you. And Jack goes and does it with all the best intentions of the world. He's trying to bring and joy Sally, to the saying, Don't do it. Sally's the only one who's fucking talking any sense in this movie. By the way, that's Catherine O'Hara, which I never knew. I looked her up. Great actress. Like she's in so many things that I didn't realize. Yeah. It's Greek. Yeah. I love that show. But all right, let's move back into it. So Jack Skellington goes out with the best intentions, tries to deliver joy, Merry Christmas to everybody, doesn't realize people don't want severed heads in their packages. Listen, that's just a disconnect. Yeah, not a fan of that. Just a disconnect. But he finally decides after he gets shot down by the military (laughs) that wait. That maybe let Santa take over. Wait, I'm good at what I do. And I love what I do because there are few Devin that would deny that what I do, I am the best. That's what he says. And that's what he believes. Probably over one of his 11 songs. All those songs are bangers. So he goes back. Yeah, you listen to them. You got those on your iPad. I was thinking about getting in on Spotify. Absolutely. So he goes back. He faces off. The weakest part of this movie to me is the Oogie Boogie one. Because it's just like, he's just kind of there, and then he's kind of evil, and then he's going to just kill Santa for some reason. Whatever. Yeah. Fine. But there is something so cool about a guy who just walks into an evil guy's lair, not a care in the world. Because he knows, like, I'm better than you. I'm going to kill you, and I'm going to save the day. And that's what Jack does. It's like, Santa, I'm really sorry I messed all this up. I hope there's time for today Christmas. And Santa's like, motherfucker, I'm Santa Claus. Of course there's time. 
Santa saves the day and then he brings snow to Halloween Town. So all of the rest of the people of Halloween Town can experience something new and they can experience joy. And they realize that they do what they love, but it's okay to love other things too. And then they're like, we got time for Halloween next year. New ideas to scare those motherfuckers. That's the nightmare before Christmas, Devin. And then Jack and Sally get together and sing another fucking song. Yeah, they bang. Of course. Obviously. There's actually an unreleased portion of this movie where apparently Santa goes and visits them a couple of years later. Jack's got a bunch of kids. He's just a dad now. Wait, why'd you just leave? Are you done? You explain the movie and you walk away? What? What is going on? We've been doing this show for the over professionalism, a year. The for professionalism over a year. Every single time, away. every single time I leave frame, it's when I finish the thought and I'm waiting for you to say something so I can hear you because I'm letting the cat out of my fucking room. You could have just went with Why it was and just responded. Because that's what they do. They're there. They like hanging out with me. So they should stay in there. It's either in or out. You're recording. I'll put a recording sign up and then just right below that says no cats. Is that what you want? Well, it could be a laser that like just goes across the floor and then they're entertained while they can't come in. All you would hear the whole time is just them going back and forth on my hardwood floors. Is that the sound fidelity that we want for the folks? You'd have to put it downstairs. Really, really tease them. Um, so this movie sucks and I will, it's a fucking, fucking musical and not a Thanksgiving movie. I will not a Christmas you. movie and not a Halloween you. movie. And I didn't like it when I was a kid and I don't <coughs> like it now. I could argue that this movie is all three. It's a Halloween movie because okay. it's fucking set in Halloween town. Yeah, it's a okay. Thanksgiving movie because at Ow. the end, Jack is thankful for what he they don't has even in life. They skip over it. They go no, from Halloween to th- Christmas. He's thankful for his life now. He's thankful that he has renewed creative energy. I thought as a creative yourself, they you go, would understand Halloween, that portion. Next scene, Christmas. Like, what? And it's a Christmas movie because it happens on fucking Christmas Eve. And they there's Santa Claus. Any movie that has Santa Claus. They skip Thanksgiving. Most of us do these days, Devin. Not us. We're going to come up with our own Thanksgiving movie after this. Stick around, folks. We're doing a family-friendly movie about traveling after Thanksgiving from the holidays. They got stuck in a car trip on the way back. That's a banger idea. That's a banger idea. It's not bad. That's why I said (laughs) it's got to start with the Thanksgiving meal and the people getting in fights. And now they're trying to get home. And something goes amiss, but it's family friendly, so we gotta have some fun in there. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll figure this that out. movie. We'll this movie that out. is great. All no. of the songs slap. It's creepy. It's not it's creepy. Gross. How is it gross? He scratches his brain. I almost vomited. Fucking gross. Can't touch your brain. You can't get germs on your brain. Are you crazy? Everybody, you, folks, as you're listening, just remember, this is the man who thinks Surf Ninjas is the best movie of all time. At least that has some levity and no singing so except for this. one song. Ba, 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 Killed it with that song. I mean, geez. They had the decency to have that at the end of the movie. 
They had it in the beginning, had it in the end. They bookmarked it with a great song. And this movie, I actually saw a, I went to Wendell and Wild, which is a screening for another film that the director of this movie made. And he doesn't get enough credit. He doesn't. What? Well, part of it is because it says Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Which Christmas. Which didn't happen until two weeks before they released it. He, Tim Burton was working on two other movies while this was being shot. Batman Returns. It also it really, took three. It took three years because it stopped yeah, motion. And he was there like eight he, times. Wonders of technology. Shout out to Henry Selleck. Shout out Henry Selleck. This is a great movie, Henry. You did a great job. Davin doesn't know movies. This is a children's film for children go sing along they have a sing-along version on disney plus you watch that version let's capture sanji club whatever it was you know throw him in a bit bury him for 90 years see what makes him tick kid not the same we're gonna be sued by disney and michael jackson you're the one who did the michael jackson one yeah i know and uh, i'm really sorry to sweat (laughs) they're they're coming after us they're very litigious They do not like that. Um, did it pass the phone test? No. 100%. Yes. No. All right. Not at all. This is what I want Ooh, to happen, whoa. folks. Over the holidays, I want you to poll all of your family and friends and say, do you like the nightmare before Christmas? And I want you to give us email. Hit us, us the with results. the results. Because I think it's only Disney adults who like this movie. Uh, I know for a fact we have. Several listeners outside of the country. Uh, they will not be experiencing Thanksgiving tomorrow. Why don't you go ahead and watch the Nightmare Before Christmas? Hit us up. This uh, episode is not going to be released till the Monday. Never mind. Watch it anyway. Yeah, and shouldn't they have already watched the movie if they're up to date? Maybe they could be watching it tomorrow. True. Maybe they saved this podcast for their drive to wherever they're going for Thanksgiving. And then, is there a point at the end of this story? It's yeah, like the movie, pointless. <laughs> In the end of the day, does he help save the day? No, Santa saves the day. Yes, he does. He helps save the day. Did he put he, Santa in danger? Yes. All, exactly. But he also he just saves writes Santa. his wrongs. Yeah, exactly. And he says he's sorry. And, but then he's also not like learning anything about his narcissism. He's like, oh, I am great at Halloween. Yeah. Sticks with what he's good at, but his creative energy is renewed. Again, as a creative, I thought you would identify with this movie. He went through I a I can't ride. get past the singing. And I'm All not right, a fan of stop motion animation. Let's talk about the one scene. Well, not the one scene. A scene that didn't have singing, and I thought it was super funny. And Devin's probably going to be like, that fucking sucked. What are you talking about? Because he's just like being all spiteful right now. But the scene where the three kids come in and they're like, we got him, Jack. We got him. And then they open the bag of some fucking Easter money. And Jack's just like, this isn't fucking him. What are you talking about? We went through the door. Did you go through the door with the tree on it? And then he scares them. And he's like, take him phone first and apologize to him again. Sorry, sir, for the inconvenience. Okay, it had good lines, but the overall movie, it's just like... Why do they have to sing? Why do they have to sing the whole time? No response. He has no words, folks. I like no I like the singing. I'm sure you did. Name one thing you liked about this movie. Um, 
I like Jack Skellington's face. Okay. That was a creative decision because Disney was like, you got to put eyes on him. They're like, no, we're not. No eyes. We can do all the facial expressions and emoting without the eyes with just the sockets. And they did. They pulled it off. Was this Disney when it was originally came out? Yeah. They released it under a different production company because they were like, this one's a little too scary for Disney. Yeah. But it is Disney. So you think Sally's a Disney princess? Yeah, I do. Eh, no. Because if he's the pumpkin king, she'd be the pumpkin queen, not the pumpkin princess. Okay. Mm. Okay. Rough. Let's say that Sally is on the princess list, Devin. Give me your top five Disney princesses. Um, I know you're a Disney adult. Moana. Okay. Um, Ariel. Okay. Um, Are these in order? Is Moana no. number one? Okay. No, they're not in order. Are you going reverse order? No. Mulan. All right, that's a good one. Um, Pocahontas. Are you just trying to name them now? No, I'm trying to think of the ones who like fought back. And that girl from Tangled, what's her name? I don't know. I don't know. I think she was supposed to be. Fuck her name. I don't know. But yeah, I like the ones who fight. You got, you know, that's why Moana and Mulan. Now they're kicking butt. Okay, I'm a big fan of Sally. She saved Christmas. She's not a Disney princess. Oh, I said, I said, put her in as a Disney princess, and where did she go? That's, Sally's up there. Yeah. What about that girl uh, from King Candy or uh, Wreck It Ralph? What's her name? The Glitch. Mm-hmm. She's up there. I don't know her name, so I can't put her on my list. Penelope. Penelope. No, Cruz. That's actually an actress. Penelope something. Yeah, it is Penelope, though. I know that. Whatever. No, it's Vanellope. It's Vanellope. I like the girl from Brave. Meredith. Yeah. Jasmine. Amira. For the old Amira. staple, because Aladdin's one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah, Jasmine. There you go. Uh, I don't know. I didn't watch a lot of Disney movies when I was younger. Mulan's All right, that's chill. princess talk. <laughs> yeah, that was princess talk with architects of lore. So where does... A Nightmare Before Christmas fall on the lore thankfulest. Well, this is its own category. So we're outside of thankful season. Devin won that. I won spooky season. So this is number one. You and it's can't make it another category. This would be at the bottom of both spooky list and thankful list. That's not true. Charlie you Brown's think- fucking Thanksgiving is awful. Okay, okay, okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But planes, trains, and automobiles. That's a classic. And what was yours? I forget because it was another non-Thanksgiving movie. It was Adam's Family Values. And this oh, one yeah, this yeah. movie's better than Adam's Family Values. I put it number two on the thankful list. I'd rather watch Adam's Family's Values again. No, you wouldn't. Yes, number I would. Two. It's not a fucking not musical. Oh, I swear I to God, I fucking hate musicals. musicals. I put a number three. Number three. On the thankful list. Number two on the thankful list. Thank you for listening. To Either this. way, I won All the right. thank. I won. I already said you won. I, I already had said you won. Actual Thanksgiving movie. There's only one in existence. There's only one up until now, <laughs> and that brings us to expanding the lore in the writers room. 
So we've like, hinted at it. Are folks. you Macho Man Randy Savage with that fucking intro? And again, you get it wrong every time. It's building the lore in the writer's room. <laughs> building the lore in the writer's room. Oh, yeah, brother. I got three minutes of playtime. <laughs> So here's the thing. Now we're going to be sued by that. Jeez. <laughs> Just racking them up today. Uh, <laughs> we should have watched Spider-Man. We should have watched Spider-Man. We really should have watched Spider-Man. Oh, man. So now we have a family-friendly movie about Thanksgiving and the time after Thanksgiving, but not quite Christmas. So we our opening scene is Thanksgiving dinner. Um, we have a family, we have an extended family at the opening, aunts, uncles, cousins, boyfriends, friends, the, you know, random neighbors, an eclectic bunch. Mm-hmm. But our main core is, give me a last name, Zeki. Crossett. Uh, it'd be too, we want this to be family friendly, so she's no, her true, own true, family. True. It might not be that family friendly. Right, so go. they all start screaming at each other because he didn't put enough garlic powder <laughs> on. He put too much onion powder. Let's, Let's go with the babers. Let's go with the babers. Ooh, come on. It's in the news right now. I know. Shout out Dino Babers. He tried his best. Okay, so the babies made a lot of money. He made a lot of money. Are at an aunt or uncle's in Indianapolis. They live live out of town. They they're in Indianapolis. They're in Indianapolis. Indianapolis or Annapolis? Indianapolis in Indiana. But they live in Annapolis. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Just to confuse everyone. Everybody, including ourselves. We're from Annapolis. Oh, you know you're in Indianapolis. Yeah, but we're from Annapolis. I I grew up in Indianapolis, but now I moved to Annapolis. So he's in the military because he's in Annapolis. Of course. He's in the Navy. Two kids. Mr. Babers. Three? Two? Two kids. Two? Uh, ten and eight year old, and then they got a one year old because that's the perfect nuclear American family. Two point five. Are ten kids. and eight old enough to be getting into trouble? I don't know. Yes, kids ages. that's the perfect age for them to get into trouble because they're okay. old enough to understand, but they're young enough where you kind of let a lot of things slide. Okay. So what are they doing? So you said they're trying to get home. Here's my pitch. Okay, we give me your pitch. We open up. You gotta keep it family friendly. Yep. We open up Thanksgiving. We open Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving dinner. Hit me with what family, you got. Haven't seen the babers in a while. The extended babers. Okay. You know they're there for a week. Tensions are high at Thanksgiving because they've been there for a while. People are, you know, still being nice, still being thankful. So is, is today Friday or Saturday? No, no. We open up at Thanksgiving. You said. That. I know. I know. I'm just. You said they've been there for a week. They got in yeah. last Thursday. They got they got in there on Saturday night. Okay. Last Saturday. This is they've been there for six days or so. Yeah. You know, and one I of the just, arguments between uh, Mr. Baber and Mrs. Baber is Mr. Baber went out the night before season high school friends he hasn't seen in a while. T E baby. 
And he came back a little toasty. Little toasty, hungover. Hungover, not really dealing with the kids as much as he should be. You know what I mean? Whatever. So there's just simmering tension. Right? So what happens? We have Thanksgiving dinner. Goes off okay. He's like, okay, we're going to get up early. We got to make our flight. All right. Flight from Indianapolis to Annapolis. Guess what, Devin? During the middle of the night, there's a huge freak electrical storm and all the appliances go off and they miss their flight because their phone doesn't wake them up. You know, there are people doing analog alarm clocks still because he's in the Navy. He's supposed to wake up, but he's still sleeping off a multi-day hangover because you're in your 30s, buddy, and you get multi-day All right, come hangover. on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Okay, that's where we're starting, Devin. They missed their flight. I they still got to get happened, home. what happened, and you've just been going beat for beat instead of being like, this is the broad strokes. I've broad already strokes. thought they about we got to make the wishbone. The little do the wishbone. And they whisper something, creating some magic. Or what they assume is magic, but then we have our ice storm. Yeah, because Mr. Babers has to make it back to Annapolis because he's got to ship out. And his kids don't want him to leave. So they wish for their dad to stay. Wish that Thanksgiving can last forever. No. Or that their dad can stay. That they stay. That their dad doesn't go back. I don't well, want yeah, dad to be leave. It's got to be tangible. Yeah. Dad doesn't leave. Okay. So the end of the movie is Mr. Babers gets dishonorably discharged by going AWOL from the Navy. No! <laughs> you still haven't gotten to what happens in the movie. You literally <laughs> said you had an idea and have yet to give me an idea. The idea is that he's got to get back. Along the way, they're going to do, there's going to be tension, there's going to be fights, but then there's going to be family-friendly things because they got to drive all the way back because all the flights are grounded. Okay, that's the movie that they learned okay, to become a family again. That's what you could have said. You basically just you just you two stepped it way too far down the line. You know, I don't know what that means, but don't you, give that's me the what shit. you did. You we every time you come, every time you come up with an idea, you're going into the fucking little minutia. He's like, okay, well, he's clearly driving a 1978 Chevrolet because well, my dad used to drive that. Then I, you know, the back okay, seat there's candy that's stuck in the seat. They yeah. don't have a car, so his dad says, "Why don't you take the old Chevy?" Yeah. I'm over here. Oh my god. That's your fucking project car. Oh my god, I love it. So they're already in a a a, a shitty car going down. And there's no seatbelts in the back because this was before anybody cared about kids. What do you think? The kids need to come up with a plan on how to stop them from getting home. Well, they make the wish. The ice storm happened. They missed their flight. They gotta drive back. Yeah, so now what's the next plan? What's the next step? So you want the whole movie just to be the kids sabotaging their parents? Yes. It's a family-friendly, fun movie. It's not just going to be a three-hour jaunt about a series of conversations about the importance of family. This is 90 minutes max. Exactly. (laughs) We got, I'm thinking, 85. 85 minutes in it. We got to get, like, like at least 12 viewings on a 24 hour cycle on the Hallmark channel. So 85 minutes, make sure we get our sponsorships and commercials in there. You know what I mean? 
Like I'm thinking they're at a rest stop and one of the kids slashes a tire. <laughs> That's not family friendly. <laughs> <laughs> hey kid, let me show you if you want to get something done, you know what well, can maybe help he doesn't you. slash the tire. Maybe he just switchblade. <laughs> maybe he just releases the air out of it. That's know, better. It, That's better. I feel like along the way they got to see a sign of like the biggest Christmas tree in America or whatever. So they're like, they're like, damn, mom, we gotta go see this. Like, no, we don't do that. And the mom's like, finally, like, we should get, we got some time. Let's just go fucking see this shit. And up. then I think the older one convinces the younger one that he has to get lost. Yep. <laughs> and he's like, listen, they're not gonna leave without you. I need you to run into this Christmas maze, and I need you to hide. But then the funny part is that they do leave without him. And it's about 20 minutes down the road before finally she's like, but then the older we? kid doesn't want to say anything because yeah. he knows they'll have to go back. Yeah. So he's just like playing it cool. Like, like the brother is still there. Because yeah. <laughs> it's two brothers. That makes a lot more sense to get into hijinks. Two brothers. The older one is a little manipulative and the younger one is brave and willing to do the crazy stuff. But smarter than he looks. Yeah. Okay. But a little but gullible. Like, Believes his like, older brother. We need you to hide in this truck. And maybe he hides on an 18 wheeler and he's being true. He, he jumps in the backs of a, a Coca Cola 18 wheeler and he's in heaven, right? You're talking about an 18 year old in a Coca Cola refrigerator truck with just soda they're eight they're 18 wheeler <laughs> eight year old and an 18 wheeler so when's they so like finally they're they figure out the little kid's not there they turn around they go back the little kid's not there they scan the security footage they see the little kid running into the into the coke truck and now they're chasing a coca-cola truck down the highway scream pull over pull over and you got this trucker who's like I'm not, you're not robbing me to get out of here. Yeah. This ain't no fast and furious situation. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You're not stealing my DVD players. So <laughs> finally they get him to pull over the kids in the back and he's snuggled up next to a polar bear. You think it's a real polar bear, but it's not. It's one of the decorative displays that he was transporting to some supermarket. And he's had. A lot and of soda a, and he has that a they now a, have to pay for. <laughs> and he has to coke and a smile. So now they have to stay another night at a roadside motel. And they're like, all right, you're not getting out of our sights. We're double checking, triple checking. We're not stopping. We're getting snacks. We're not going to any gas stations. Or if we do go to a gas station, you are not allowed out of the car. Mm-hmm. So now they got to figure out a new solution. Slashing wow. the tires. <laughs> Or faking an appendix, <laughs> faking faking an illness that they like are way too young for. They're like, my rheumatoid arthritis is actually <laughs> like, did you? They, maybe they heard their grandma say it or something, and they're like, ah, oh, mm. my knees. They're like, what? Rheumatoid arthritis. We're gonna have to stop somewhere. <laughs> Stretch us out. And obviously, at the end of the film, the dad's got to have a talk. Well, two here's boys. the thing. He says, what's going on? And they come clean. They don't want their dad to leave. They're scared. So now, the dad goes, if I don't leave, I go to prison. 
<laughs> and he explains what dishonorable and AWOL are. So now they're on a mad rush to get him to the sub in time. And they have to use their kid wits to make it happen. He's not threatening them by saying, I'm going to prison. <laughs> I mean, it'd be pretty funny. <laughs> I think he's got to say, I love you kids. And of course, I'm always here to protect you. A part of daddy's job is protecting everybody else. But I gotta if protect I the oceans. That. If the I don't do that. And he's coming with the Atlantis army to take well, you I'm away to do into a the murky depths. <laughs> moment here and you're gone. I gotta protect Aquaman. Just lie to the kids. Protect lie you from him. Aquaman. Aquaman is a threat to our safety no, as Aquaman's a Aquaman's a hero. I, he's gotta protect them from black mana at most. Okay. Once again, you don't know what happens underneath the ocean. Aquaman's a fucking lie. All right. The it's just me between you and Black Man. Yeah. Is that what you want? You want Black Man on the shore? <laughs> is that, I'm just kidding. But seriously, Dan's Arthur, got an Arthur important Curry job. Rots at the Mariana Trench. All right. Okay. Actually, it's so cold. He doesn't disintegrate. He's real dark with it. It's family Are friendly. Are you done? I'm trying I to keep so. this family I think friendly. So. I think you're so. getting dark and weird. I think we're, I think we're, I'm done. You're good? Yeah. Okay. I want to call this movie Family Service. Because the family serves as well, Devin. That title makes me want to throw up. <laughs> It is the most wholesomely disgusting thing I've ever heard That's of in my life. That's what we're trying to do. I don't like it. You said I want to do a family movie. We'll call you it Turkey that. Trot. <laughs> They're not doing a turkey trot. Operation Dad Stays Home. Operation Bye. Thanksgiving. No, it's Operation Dad Stays Home, if anything. Operation Dad Nap. So kidnap. No, no, no. I don't like that. Because <laughs> then it also implies that Dad's taking a nap. I already came up with family service. You hate it so much, you fucking think of something else. I hate it so fucking much. And you're like, I want a family movie, and I want it. I want to be throwing up with how disgustingly fucking well, touching. If I'm a little is. kid and I'm nine years old, and my mom and dad go, "You want to go see a movie?" And it's called family service. You're going to go, no, but you're going to no. want to say operation daddy's home. Well, we're not doing daddy's home. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing daddy's. Definitely <laughs> mo- that's definitely a movie with Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. Um, dad drop. Fine. Operation dad drop. It is colon family service. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's the thing. The Babers are at Thanksgiving in Indianapolis. They have to get home to Annapolis, but the two sons wish for one thing, that dad stays home. Now, after their flights are canceled and their grandfather gives them his old car to get back to Annapolis, it's up to the kids to sabotage the trip. How do they do it? Pretending to get lost in a gas station and then going in a Coke uh, van the opposite direction letting air out of the tires 
Um, Faking an emergency illness or appendectomy. Finally, the dad sits them down and says, I'm going to go to prison if we don't get to Annapolis. So it's up to the kids. He talks to the kids. He talks to the kids and tells them how important his job is and how much he loves the kids. But he's got to protect the country, too. And the kids get on board. So now they got a race. Their service is important, too. The family service is important. And now they got to use their kid charm, like talking to a cop when they get pulled over, talking Mm -hmm. about his arthritis or (laughs) appendectomy. And then. You know, sneaking under a fence or something. Some kid stuff, you know. I think the kid, the eight-year-old pisses himself when the cop pulls him over. He's like, I'm sorry, sir. I was just trying to get him to a bathroom. And then they start going. He's like, get out of here. Get out of here. It's fine. Go ahead. And they're just like, did you really piss yourself? Nah, dude. Apple juice fucking packet. He's like, nice. <laughs> but I really got to go. <laughs> but it, No, but seriously, I do have to piss. So can we, like, pull over. <laughs> and they get his, their dad to the ship. On time. And meanwhile, the mom is just like, you're leaving me with these two. I just witnessed them try and sabotage <laughs> a two day journey. No, the end scene is the kids fucking giving the dad a salute as the sub leaves. And then the after credit scene is the dad coming back. <laughs> so what does the mom like? What'd she do? She's a registered nurse, obviously. Of course. It's a nine and a half hour drive, which should be able to be done in a day. And it's done but, over three days. <laughs> and then you pass through Columbus, Ohio. You can get close to Pittsburgh. Um, so and Cincinnati and Kentucky. So we've got a lot of opportunities for mischief along this way. Operation Dad Drop. Colon family service in theater soon, hopefully, or most likely on the Hallmark channel. That was our movie idea. What, Devin? I'll sell this fucking movie to Hallmark channel tomorrow. <laughs> like there's anything wrong with the Hallmark channel. I love the Hallmark channel. I didn't say anything was wrong yeah, with the Hallmark yeah. channel. Or more likely that you're disparaging the wonderful people over at the Hallmark channel. And I'm just trying to prevent us from the fifth lawsuit on this podcast. Okay. Most of the lawsuits are your fault. Listen, that might be true, but it's for me <laughs> to try and salvage what we can. I feel like we were very combative this episode and not I'm very thankful. 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 So I want to say one thing. Wait, what are you thankful for? I Will you let me fucking finish? You fucking motherfucker, I'm going to punch you through this fucking screen. I swear to God. But I'm thankful, Devin, for you doing the show with me whole year. Oh, thanks. You know what? You know, we have our ups and our downs and we scream at each other. But at the end of the day, I have a lot of fun doing this show. And I think we put out a quality product. That I people do that love and want to listen to. And I didn't, you, you know, if you let me fucking finish, I said I couldn't do it without you. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> thanks to the audience. <laughs> I'm thankful for our audience for listening. All thousands, hundreds of thousands of you. We appreciate everything you do for us. And just know that we love this pod just as much and it's going to grow. And it's going to be big. And I, I guess I'm thankful for you too, Zach. But appreciate that. <laughs> before that, um, 
you want to let the folks know what we're watching next week as we move into our holiday, holiday season? season. Holiday oh. season. You trying to get sued for a sixth time? Is that not copyright? I thought that was public domain at this point. I don't think that's public domain. Oh. All right. So next week, folks, here's the thing. We got some traditions here in the family. Some of them specific. Some of them depressing. One of mine is depressing. That's not what this one is. But there is a tradition that my brother does, or used to. I don't know if he does it anymore. But after every Thanksgiving night, he watches the critically acclaimed film Home Alone. And that's our first movie in the holiday season here at Architects of Lore, Home Alone. So after you're done stuffing your face with turkey, again, this comes out several days after Thanksgiving. Doesn't matter. During this week, go ahead and watch Home Alone. Get into the holiday season the with Architects of Lore. Yeah, the Will original, McCoy? obviously. Of course. Kali Culkin. One of the greatest movies. I'm coming in hot. That's number one on the, on the holiday list, obviously. Because the no, first one. Mine is going to knock it down. Okay, well, we'll get to that later. Devin, why don't you tell the fine folks where they can find us? And I believe we also have a, a question to get to, do we not? Yeah, before I tell us where you can find them, if you have an evergreen question, and like I am about to say right now, email us at Architects of Lore. So that's where you find us. Architects of Lore at gmail.com. Or uh, find us on Instagram, Architects of Lore. And uh, I think TikTok, it's Architects of Lore as well. Check it out. We put up our Salem reel there. Check out our Instagram for that as well. But it's in three parts. If you want to see it all in one part, check it out on TikTok. But first, before we leave, our evergreen question is, what tangible human skill Would you most like to possess? Okay, can you give me an example of what a tangible human skill is to you? Something you can't do that is tangible to humans, like dunk a basketball. Okay. okay. Or throw a football 50 yards. Mm-hmm. Or do a 4-4. It's mostly athletic-based. Mostly athletic but, it, but it could be smarts, too. You could be like Magnus Carl, uh, that chess genius. And he's like, you're a grand wizard of chess. Um, grandmastered. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Grand Wizard is something else. Uh, uh, Please, okay. that's not, don't tell me that's what you want. <laughs> no. That I wouldn't mind being smarter. You could be one of those people who know like five to ten languages. What are those called? <laughs> that's not bad. Do you have gum in your mouth right now? No. Linguist, I think it's called. Linguistics is the term for what they study. Doesn't matter. Uh, now, if it's between someone who can learn languages really quickly and pick them up and understand them and then think in that language, or always hit a driver 300 plus yards straight, I think I'm leading towards always hit a driver 300 plus yards straight. Hit a driver? Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Because you're going to impress anyone at the golf course. If I could make sure that I hit the fairway far every time, I'm going, yep, that's it. 
300 plus yard driver straight every time. That's the tangible human skill that I would most like to have. Devin, what about yourself? Hmm. I would love to be able to throw a football 50 yards, which is only like five to 10 yards longer than I can already throw a football. Yeah, but, you're right. Like a solid 47 yards right now. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So with the shoulder it took off a few yards. But, yeah, of course. Um, it'd also be very cool to jump super high or run super fast. But within the bounds of human limits. Yeah, of course. I'm talking okay. like Usain Bolt or, um, you know, whoever's vertical is the highest in the NBA. But like, dunking a ball. I would, I think it'd be so cool to dunk a basketball. But you know what'd be really cool? If you could just throw like a 104 fastball. And you just like had that, just you're like, I could throw a 104 fastball. And you're like, people are like, I'm looking at you right now. No, you can't. And then I just go yeah. out there and I throw a 104. Fa- you know how much money I would win just being able to throw a 104 fastball? That's a lot of money. And with the accuracy. I See, I don't really watch baseball. What's like the normal fastball? Um, it's around there. Okay. But I don't think a normal human can get over 60 miles an hour. Okay. Like you go to wondering. the fair, a lot of older people, are, they're maybe getting 30, 40. Once you get into high school, it's like 80. Then college, that's when you're getting 90, 95. And then you get pros. It's in the 100. Are you talking about like people who actually know how to throw a baseball? Sure. Not the average. Yeah, you know, no, I'm talking about yeah, baseball yeah. players, baseball okay. players. And that, and that's like the peak. That's not every pitch. Every pitch is not going to be a 104 fastball, but like, wouldn't it be pretty cool if you could throw a 104 fastball? So you get signed by the Dodgers or something. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're like just, you know, you're the reliever. No, not yeah. the reliever, the closer. You're the closer. Yeah. And they, like you, they have a song for you to come out. And I'm obviously thinking about the Charlie Scene song, uh, Swamp Thing. And you just come out in your baseball uniform. What did you just say? I think wasn't it Swamp Thing? Swamp Thing? Wasn't that the move? That's not the, what the movie's called. But I thought they First of all, played Swamp Major Thing. Major League, which out. is a fucking fantastic movie, one is of my top Swamp five thing? movies, and it it's is your wild top five thing. movies of all Swamp time. Thing. Yeah, I love Major League. All right, whatever. Okay, I wild was, thing. I'm sorry. I was fucking Vaughn for Halloween. In kindergarten, look it up. Rick Vaughn as Devin Cross at Wild. How am I going to look that up? Good point. I don't know. Maybe a a St. (laughs) Matthews. I was was in fifth grade. Look it up. (laughs) No, it was kindergarten. I remember. And I was Rick Vaughn from Wild Thing. It was like my one of my favorite movies. And I love that song. All right. Okay. But I'm saying like, what you are an LA Dodger. They start playing wild thing. You're the closer and you come out and you're in your baseball uniform. You look like you do now. Cause right now you look like a baseball player. With the skull right here. Just just smoking a fucking (laughs) cigarette or blood. Just coming out. A blunt? That would be, (laughs) we are in LA, you know, I was just smoking a blunt. You're super casual. You're casually walking up to the mound. And then I'm not running. I'm not running. Everybody's just like, what's going on here? But all like the locals are like, yeah, here we Mm -hmm. go. And then like the guys coming up to batter up is like, I'm going to fucking smoke this kid. I'm going to hit a home run right now. And then just boom, 
104 mile yeah. fastball right down the middle. And I only throw fastballs. I have only no changeup. I have no curveball. But I never get tired, and I'm throwing those 104 fastballs. Yeah. And then I'll hit them with a 95 mile an hour slider. I thought you said you don't have another fucking ball. I'll do it left. Yeah. All right, so that's your tangible skill. You want to throw 104 fastball. I want to hit 300 plus drive straight every time. There it is. If you have an evergreen question, email us at architectsblore at gmail.com. And uh, there you have right. it. Happy Thanksgiving. I hope everyone had a th- good Thanksgiving and welcome to our holiday season. Watch Home Alone. And Zach, do you have anything else to say? You got a story in your head, but you can't seem to get it out. Do it. Just fucking do it. Because if it sucks, who cares? That's what editing's for. Good night, everybody. Those are people that you went to Thanksgiving with before? Yeah. Their house? We went to Italy. Yeah. We're going to Lowry's. Sounds like you're going to have a banger. (laughs) We're probably going to have an early lunch and then probably come home and play some video games. So Sounds like a pretty nice day, to be honest. We'll see. But have fun tomorrow. Funny thing, though, is... I was watching the Bills game and this guy came up to me. He's like, what's your, uh, you know, what's your connection with the Bills? And I was like, I'm from Syracuse. There's only one football team in New York. And, um, that's the Bills. Like, yeah, I'm from Syracuse. I was like, cool. He's like, I went to Grimes. I was like, I went to CBA. He's like, and then said something. He's like, I went to St. Matt or I said, I went to St. Matt's before. He's like, I went to St. Matt's. I was like, what? How old is, how old is this guy that you're talking to? He was probably late sixties. He was there by okay. himself, but he had so a Bills much hat older. on. Yeah. Yeah. So I just like high fived him. I was like, oh, Bills fan. And he's like, oh, what's up? And then turns out that like, yeah, we went to the same elementary school 30 years apart. <laughs> was Sister Julian still there? No, I asked. I was like, uh, Sister, <laughs> Sister Julian? Father Haggerty? Sister Julian could have been like a young, you know, young nun yeah. at that point. Oh, ho, ho, ho. I was going to do ho, 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 ho. <laughs> <laughs>